In a special series of interviews for IBSI Views carried out at Cybos 2022, we focus on what's hot in banking, banking technology and fintech. This time in Voices from Cybos, we hear from Marika Konings, Product Officer of Bankify. Cybos being Cybos, there's obviously a lot of talk about the interbank network, so Clearly, ISO 2022 migrations and the richer, the richer data sets that it brings with it is obviously a big topic for conversation at Cybos. This being said, um, I think we're focusing more as Bankify on the business-to-bank type of interfaces. And in that space, we see a lot of talk about embedded finance, embedded banking. So that's uh, certainly a topic that's very high on the agendas of both the vendors as well as the banks to figure out where they would fit, what their role would be in those ecosystems. So I think that that's another topic that's been heavily discussed. The interesting thing about what you say there about business to bank relationships, or as most of the bankers here would describe it, bank to business relationships. Exactly, yes. Is I always told people that if you're a corporate treasurer, of a decent-sized company, you're effectively running a bank. You are. You are. Yes, because you need... And, and it's it's actually a bank that runs on top of infrastructures of multiple banks that's interconnected with ERP systems, treasury management systems, and so on. So it's a, it's a highly complex setup. And a lot of the uh, larger corporates, they have an in-house bank to manage for all their, or to cater for all their uh, payment needs. So I think you're right to the extent that... Uh, Treasurers within uh, large corporates definitely run their in-house bank. We then extend that to, and I was talking, I was talking like that, using that phraseology, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Fast forward to today, and this is where we arrive at the embedded banking, the embedded finance. If you build that into my corporate treasury, if you build that into my accounts and my enterprise management systems as a company so that I have full access, immediate access, real-time access to what I need to do for my business, I'm going to welcome you with open arms. Yes, and actually, um, so what we do at Bankify is we look at the same problem, but we look at a slightly different segment in that business or, or in the business space. So we look at the SMB or the SME market. Well, there's no reason why what I've just described exactly. should, should only be for the big company. Exactly. It should be for any company. Exactly, but it only was available to big companies who had resources, who had an in-house bank almost, who had the treasury capabilities. Um, if you go to a slightly smaller, let's say not the Fortune 500 type of business, they have very, very similar problems. The only thing is that so far it, they didn't have any tools at their disposal to actually manage that efficiently, nor did they have the leverage with their banks to actually make things happen for them, right? And that's where I think that's one of the beautiful side effects of things like open banking, 
real-time payments and those types of infrastructure components coming together in the market that actually allows you to democratize what was previously only available to corporate treasurers for very large organizations, you can actually translate that into something for that medium-sized business that has very, very similar problems. They also run a very complex setup because rarely any business is a domestic-only business. They have cross-border, they have EVEX exposure. They also need to manage their cash flow across multiple bank accounts. They have ERP systems that need integrating into and so on. And I think the good thing about the technology advancements that we've seen over the last five to ten years is that what was previously only available to those very large corporate treasures now also becomes available to that medium-sized business that has very similar problems but doesn't have the resources to... Would it be too much of me to say that we're in a situation now or we are moving into a situation now where the fact that banking is is not a goal, it is a service, is coming to the fore. It's it's a, a, one angle of looking at the democratization, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. of banking. It's putting the power into the hands of the customer rather than in the hands of the bank and having the customer saying, this is what I want to do, this is what I need to do, rather than the bank telling them, this is what you should be doing. It does to a certain extent, but there's also another probably unintended consequence of these changes in the way the technology has been put together. And that's something we see with some of our clients. It's that a bank is no longer limited to offer any service to their own account holders, by lack of a better word. So uh, they, some of our customers make um, the invoice collection capability, for example, that they've rolled out um, in the market, available not to only to their own customers, but to anyone who runs a business. And it's a customer acquisition tool for that bank. So they make a value-added service available that allows um, a small business to do more efficient invoice collections. Is, is this a bank effectively offering microservices? Well, technically, it's a microservice, yes. Uh, but the bank's offering a, a value-added service for small businesses to actually do more efficient invoice collections at a lower cost. But I don't so have to be a customer of that bank. Exactly, exactly. And that's also something where it's not just the corporates or the businesses that have a greater level of choice, but banks can also address a market that they didn't have access to before because of the way technology works today. But does anybody actually know it's that bank service? Because one of the things that certainly a few years ago banks were very worried about in when they saw what was coming at them in terms of technology, in terms of open banking, etc., was disintermediation. Do we care about that still, or has that gone out the window? It's that ship has sailed. The banks should definitely care about it because the let's say non-banks have picked up on the existence of open banking. They start to embed financial services into their existing offerings. Let's say the accounting packages, uh, the zeros, the QuickBooks of this world. They've picked up on the fact that they can very easily embed uh, financial information from all the banks that are open banking enabled into their platforms. 
they partner with payment firms, uh, but they also start to offer lending. So I think this is something the banks need to be very careful about um, because if they keep on sitting back and doing nothing in response to that, businesses will move away from their banks as a trusted financial partner. They will go and look at other providers like the accounting packages or Amazon platforms or whoever is going to offer them the most rounded service when it comes to running their business. Was it Bill Gates who said banks are not necessary, banking services are? I think he some, said something along the lines, we need banking, not banks. Yes. So that's one of the things where I guess probably we look at it through a slightly different lens. We still think that banks have, they, they have the, the customer base. They, so they have the means to, to do something relevant, right? So there's two things you can do. Either you sit back and accept that you're going to be the back office and, you know, <laughs> you will have very little interaction or engagement with your business customers and you just leave them roaming around, working with whatever tools or technologies or partners they want to work with. Or you flip the model on its head and think about rather than us embedding our financial products into third parties, why don't we bring those third parties into our world and actually rather than pushing the products we have to the market, why don't we start thinking in terms of financial workflows? If I run a business, I'm not thinking about I have this financial product and I need this tool and so on. I'm thinking about what's my workflow? I've rendered the service or I sold goods. I want to raise an invoice. I want to get paid for that. I want to make sure that at the end of the line when the payment's made, that it's all um, accounted for in my bookkeeping and so on. That's my thinking as a financial person running a business, right? So I'm not thinking about this is product A from this bank and this is product B from that payment provider and so on. It's the workflow that's what you're going to be using um, on a day-to-day basis. And that's actually a really good foundation to create more insights, both for that business but also for the bank. Because if your um, business customers run their business from within your channel and they manage their financial workflows from within your channel, you also get a much deeper understanding of who they are, what they do and so on. And then, you know, it's it's the ideal stepping stone for identifying lending opportunities and really get that stickiness with the customers. So I think there's a big opportunity here. And rather than looking at open banking and better finance um, and so on as, as a, a threat to be disintermediated, I think it's actually an opportunity to change from being a purely pro- product-pushing bank to a bank that actually thinks about what's a meaningful, relevant workflow for my business customers and get the become the front door again. So how do I get people to come to me first again as a bank uh, when it comes to running their business from a financial point of view? Well, that actually links back to what I was saying. Banking is a service. Banks are in a service industry. They have to offer a quality service and if they don't offer a quality service people will vote with their feet they will and there are plenty of options out there 
well, look around. <laughs> yes. And and on that score, just just to conclude, how has Cybos been for you for Bankify? Are you as irrationally excited to be sitting face to face in front of people as some that I've spoken to are? Most definitely, um, you don't have the conversations we are having this week uh, during a virtual event. I mean, it's really good to finally be face-to-face with people again. I think for us, what Cybos has meant this week, rather than reconnecting with all our industry friends uh, that we haven't seen for a long time, I think it really has confirmed that what we're doing is where the market's heading. So a lot of the banks that we've spoken to have elaborated on their small business strategy going forward. And it's exactly what we have been preaching probably (laughs) for the last couple of years. So it was really good, not just like for the human interaction, but we had some really meaningful and good conversations with the banks this week. Marika Konings, Product Officer of Bankify. And listen out for more Voices from Cybos.